It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. This season is flying by. We're already on episode 18, uh, week 14 here in the NFL. And uh, it was a it was a pretty wild week 13. I'm joined here by uh, my co-host, Austin Weinrich. How you doing, Austin? Uh, I just woke up from my uh, turkey coma from the weekend, and I spent all my money uh, Black Friday. Oh, yeah? So you're feeling pretty good then. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we need to hit some picks this you're, week. You're hungry and, and broke. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so let, let's... Uh Let's um you know before we get into the the recap of uh of week thirteen and our picks here I uh, just want to let you know we are presented by the link uh, make sure to visit their website linksports.com l y n q sports.com everything's free uh, betting analysis opinion pieces pretty much anything as a sports fan that you can ask for so make sure to check that out again that's linksports.com l y n q sports.com so we have our uh, regular show here for you today. Uh, we're going to recap week 13 and then get into some week 14 action. Uh, first off, uh, Austin, you want to go over our uh, uh, the recap of how we did for, for week uh, 13? Yeah, I'm actually killed at week 13. You went it's about 11- time. <laughs> <laughs> you went 11-5 uh, out of the 16 games we picked, and, but on the locks, you were 1-2. That brings your record to 17-22 for the season. 17-22 on the locks. Yeah, on the locks. Okay. And then I went seven and nine in the sixteen games, a little bit below five hundred. wasn't happy about that, but I went two and one on the locks, and I'm twenty two and seventeen for the season on the locks. All right, so uh, yeah, the locks. Uh, you're looking pretty good on your locks for the year so far. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. Five games above five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I'm, I'm starting three to get, weeks to go. Yeah, overall, I'm starting to get a little hot. So that's. That's nice to see. I couldn't go the whole year without <laughs> having a week like this, so uh, so it, it feels pretty good. Um, but we, I like like you said on the locks going one and two. Those one of those games burned me pretty good. Actually, burned us pretty good. Yes. and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, let's jump into to week uh, thirteen. A lot of stuff. A lot of dominoes starting to fall in place in terms of the playoffs and. Uh, you know, we saw uh, our first coach get fired, um, which I didn't really see coming. But we'll kind of we'll, we'll yeah, get, we'll go over. yeah, we'll get to that. Um, just some some news coming out, some interesting stuff. So uh, let's jump right into it here. Uh, the Thanksgiving games. There were three of them. Um, they were all pretty good games to watch. Uh, the first one being the Bears Lions. Uh, Lions were at home, but the Bears get the win, twenty four twenty. You know, the Bears qu- quietly kind of move up to 6-6 six and six now. They're back to 500 despite how bad they've played this year. It's just it's going to be tough for them to make a playoff push with, A, their division is so good. Yeah. And just the NFC is so good. Yeah, I think they, you know, if the Vikings didn't lose uh, to Seattle, um, they would pretty much be, yeah. they'd be pretty much done. Yeah. Um, but they still have a little little glimmer of hope because of that. The Vikings sitting at eight and four now. Um, they're pretty much chasing them because it's about the only one they can catch. Yeah. So, um, but the Bears get the win. Uh, you know, big thing here. Uh, David Blau. You know, just <laughs> Blau. Uh, you know, we were kind of having some fun with it because you know we play daily fantasy as well and. Couple of, a couple of us had him as our... Uh, we as call our it donkey play. Do, yeah, donkey play, where you just... Go against the grain completely, and it yeah. doesn't make any sense to line up. Made no sense. I think he was like 4% owned across the board, and I know we don't talk about daily fantasy too much, but, um, 
know, he had a, he had a pretty good game against that that tough <laughs> Bears defense. So, uh, you know, won, won a little money doing that. So, um, but yeah, big win for the Bears. Needed it. They stay in the hunt. Uh, we'll you know we'll see where they go from here. They got a big game coming up uh, tomorrow, actually Thursday night football. So. Um, the next game on Thanksgiving, the Bills beat the Cowboys 26-15. Me and you were all over this game. Yeah, we were right on this game. Uh, you know, the score was actually closer than, I think, the, how the game went because the Bills just dominated. Oh, I think it was, was it three straight plays with a turnover or something? And then they called one back? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I don't know, Prescott... Has not looked very good. I know he threw for a bunch of yards and two touchdowns, but... A lot of that was garbage time. Yeah, the offense just looks out of sync. Um, you know, this was this was the Cole Beasley revenge game. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think they carried him off on their on their shoulders after the game and, and carried him off the field. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Bills just... After you that know, first drive, I think they gave up a touchdown in the first drive, and then they basically shut yeah, him out to the fourth quarter. Until garbage time. So, I, you know, it was 26-7 at one point, um, and the Bills just really took it to him. I don't know. The Bills are kind of the opposite of – not the opposite of. They're, they're a similar team to the Cowboys in that they beat up on the, the lower-level teams. But the thing about the Bills is that they've been competitive – they lost to the Patriots by, what was it, a point? No, it was or six, six. 16-10. Um, you know, and it, it, I don't know. I have a feeling – I have a different feeling about the Bills than I do the Cowboys. The Cowboys you look at and they can't beat a team that's has that comes in with a winning record. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. They lose this game at home. Uh, it just – The thing is, it does this even qualify as a quality win for the Bills – that's I think that, I think it's a fair question. I mean, uh, you know, the Cowboys have I think statistically the top offense in the league in terms of yards, but they've played such crappy teams that it's kind of like all right, well, well, you get the Giants twice for the Cowboys. You get yeah. you're going to get the Redskins twice. Yeah, and they the go, Eagles twice. They go up against the Patriots. They score nine points. They go up against the Bills. They score fifteen points. So in the games that are against good teams, their offense doesn't get the job done. And what do you think is going to happen in the playoffs? You know? And by default, they might win this division. <laughs> because the Eagles can't... Get out of their own way. Yeah, and we'll talk about them, but... I mean, look at these wins the Bills have on the season. They beat the Jets, the Giants, the Bengals, the Titans with Mariota. The Mariota was still the quarterback. The Dolphins, they beat the Redskins. The Dolphins again, the Broncos, and the Cowboys. Those aren't any world beaters, these wins. Um, yeah, that's uh well that that was the Cowboys schedule? No, it was the Bills schedule. Oh the Bills schedule, okay. Um yeah. The Cowboys can't beat anyone. No. <laughs> the um you know, the the thing about the Bills is who who've they lost to? They lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Patriots, the Eagles somehow. Okay. And the Browns. The three losses. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I think that they're two similar teams in terms of how their season has gone. They've just so happens the Bills have played some worse teams, I guess. Um, I think coming into this game, the Bills, the teams that they beat, their combined record was nineteen and fifty-three. We talked <laughs> about that uh, when we had Michael on, but the the Cowboys have to be somewhat similar, and they oh, yes. and and they can't beat 
you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to make of the Cowboys. I just, if they do end up getting a home game, it's going to be a short. It's going to be a short playoff short run. Game. And now you have Jerry Jones coming out saying, Jason Garrett is going to coach mm-hmm. in the NFL next year. <laughs> That's like the most cryptic <laughs> message that you can get, you know, as, a, as, a, as an employee. Yeah, you, you'll be working somewhere next year. Might not be for us, but yeah, I mean, the... I don't know. It's frustrating. But like I said, we were all over it. Um, you know, you just had a feeling that this was the type of game that you were going to get from them. Uh, the last game on Thanksgiving was the uh, Saints and Falcons. And this game looked like it was getting out of hand and then just had a wild ending. And what was it? Two onside kicks? Two onside kicks in a row. They end up not scoring on the second one. But still, they get the, you know, it was 26 to... 18. I think it was 26-7 at one point. Yeah. They get the the field goal. Then they get the onside kick, go down, score a touchdown. Get the second onside kick. They can't finish it off, but it was just a wild ending. Um, Actually, a good amount of onside kicks were recovered this week. Yeah, it was weird, right? Was it at least four? Well, apparently the kicker for the Falcons. That, Young Ho Koo? Yeah, Koo. He apparently kicks the ball very weird. He has like a very weird way of kicking it. Well, you can watch him on his field goal attempts. You see it. The ball doesn't come out clean. It looks like it almost goes sideways. Yeah, so he could just be a, a onside kick specialist, maybe. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Saints offensively, they really couldn't get anything going against this Falcons defense. Uh, Drew Brees with under 200 yards. Kamara, I mean. Honestly, the Saints are getting me a little nervous. With, yeah, the way that they the way they go offensively is just they they have Michael Thomas. Yeah, and Michael Thomas had his worst game his of worst the game of the season. He had six catches for forty eight yards. So, not not the output you want to see from the Saints. Uh, Falcons, you know, don't really need to talk about them. They go to three and nine, um, looking looking towards next year. But yeah, the Saints go to ten and two, and they take over the. Uh, the uh, number one spot after uh, San Francisco lost this week. So, which speaking of San Francisco, we'll get to the kind of the game of the week here. And this was the uh, the Ravens beat the 49ers in Baltimore, 20 to 17. Uh, Justin Tucker hit a game-winning 49-yarder as time expired. So this game pretty much turned out to be everything that we wanted it to be, but nobody could freaking <laughs> watch it. So, what was? You have any takeaways from this one? Isn't it nice just to have a kicker that? You don't need to worry about. He just goes out and does his job. Yep. Obviously, he's going to miss some because no one's perfect, but... He's as close to perfect yeah. as you can be. It's it's really... It's such a... I don't know. It's such an underappreciated thing, being able to kick. You know, we saw it with the Jets last year. They have uh, Jason Myers. Just lights mm-hmm. out. Hits everything. You know, he's... I don't even know what he's doing right now, but... I think he's in Seattle. I don't think he's, he's having a great year. Not having a great year, but... I mean, you know, you have the opportunity to bring a guy like that back. They don't do it. And now look at their kicking issues. They have Sam Ficken <laughs> kicking field goals for them. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show that kicker kickers are people too. That <laughs> <laughs> is an actually important decision. Yes. Um, but, I mean, the 49ers, they uh, – I think uh, – what was it here? They jumped out to a 14-7 lead. Um, oh, no, no, no. It was uh, Baltimore. Baltimore went right down the field and scored. I got, I'm got. i sorry. I'm getting it backwards here. 49ers go right down the field, score. They're up 7-0. Baltimore comes back, scores two touchdowns, and then things kind of slowed down from there. That was 
That was all in the in the uh, the first quarter. It was fourteen seven after the first quarter, and then it really became a defensive battle. Um, well, both teams want to run the ball, and none of them really have playmakers on the outside. I yeah. think that's what we saw from this game. Yeah, and you know Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, not so great, but as a running back, mm-hmm. he ran for over a hundred yards, had another touchdown. Um, and again, this, I mean, 49ers defense might be the best defense in the league. Ever, you know, you look at the Patriots and look at the numbers they have, but the 49ers have undoubtedly the best front four in the NFL. I think you could say that. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, you know, they're getting after it. I'm just, I, again, I'm upset that I wasn't able to watch this game uh, in its entirety. All I saw was highlights and, you know, if you have the red zone, you know, they focused on it a lot. But... Not so much either because there wasn't so much offensive action going back and forth. But uh, both these teams are at 10 and 2 now. The Ravens actually uh, jumped the Patriots. Yep. So the Ravens jumped the Patriots to go to the number one seed. The 49ers lose, and because the Saints, no, because the the Seahawks beat them and they're at 10 and 2 now, the 49ers go from the one seed to the five seed. How crazy is that? (laughs) Only in the NFL, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so big win for the Ravens. Kind of a statement game there. Um, kind of the next game here, nobody really cared about. Uh, well, the Panthers owner cared about it. Um, <laughs> the Panthers lose at home to the Redskins, 29-21. Uh, a loss so bad it cost him his job after nine years. Yeah, which, you know, I was kind of surprised. I'm surprised this. they didn't let him at least finish out the season. Yeah, and the, I mean, with the Cam Newton injury... You know they did start off what four and two I think they started off. Yeah, they were um, two and two with Cam. Oh no, they were well they were zero and two and, oh, and two, yeah. And then Kyle Allen comes in, wins four games. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was able to handle that situation pretty well. It just caught up to him. Well, you do need a starting NFL quarterback, and I don't think yeah Kyle Allen's looked good in flashes, but he's definitely a backup quarterback. He's not yeah and a starter I, in the league. I think we've seen that. If McCaffrey doesn't get a million touches and a million yards, you know, it's not it's not going to work out well because the Redskins, you know, defensively too, the Redskins are not an offensive powerhouse. And they had Darius Geis go for over 100. I think Adrian Peterson went for... 99. Yeah, 99. So they just ran all over this team, which that, that was the problem. Well, the defense that boasts Luke Keekley, you would think... They have a pretty good linebacking core. Shaq yeah. Thomas. Yeah, they 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 should be better mm-hmm. than they are. And, you know, maybe that factored into the decision. But, you know, we'll see where Ron Rivera goes from here. He said he wants to coach again, obviously. And uh, I'm a little you know, nervous about where he might go. As a, Gi- as a Giants fan where... You have the, the Gettleman team, connection. The, Gettle- the Gettleman connection, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Um but the uh, the the New York Jets lose to the Bengals twenty-two to six. Bengals get their first win. So congrats to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, no Andy one is Dalton. going defeated this season. Yeah, your uh, your boy Andy Dalton comes in and just destroys the Jets like he <laughs> normally does. Huh. I like our other Jets fans friends who somehow knew the Jets were going to blow this game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> We watch the game as a group most of the time, and uh, a lot of the 
the friends we have that are Jets fans, they, you know. They knew oh, right away. <laughs> oh, Andy Dalton's starting. We're going to lose this game, you know, just because of how he tends to play against the Jets. But um, this was just a terrible, terrible, terrible loss. Oh, yeah, this is an embarrassment. And But don't worry, Adam Gase is coming back next year. Yeah, obviously he's safe for 2020. And the big thing that I get from here is that I, I don't know how you can not argue or how you can argue against Gase is just sabotaging this team. <laughs> like he's he's like, I'm going to I'm going to get hired and I'm going to just destroy it from the inside because they bring in Le'Veon Bell, which, yes, wasn't his choice, but he's still one of the best running backs in the league. He gives him the ball. What? 15 times. I think he's 15 touched. times. And, and against until the worst rush defense in the NFL until the yeah, until the fourth quarter, this was a pretty close game I think it was they were down by seven, it was 17 6 in the fourth quarter like you don't have to stop giving your best player the ball you know and especially on, on a day when apparently the Bengals defense is world beaters and can mm-hmm. get to Darnold whenever they want because they get the safety you know they're hitting them around now Darnold has a, an injury concern coming into this week and it's just like how how bad of a coach are you that you like? Uh, I I don't understand. I know a lot of Jets fans want this guy gone, and I can't blame him. Uh, that's what makes me hate about some of these NFL coaches is they need to reinvent the wheel instead of going with all the numbers show I should run the ball, just pound the Bengals. Everyone's been able to run on the Bengals. Yeah, and I don't care if it's not working in the first five minutes of the game. <laughs> You continue to do it because the numbers show that this team sucks against the run, against everybody that they've played. And, okay, so they made a couple plays and and stuffed the run early in the game. Why does that matter? (laughs) Stick to the game plan. But, again, what you say about these coaches, everyone's so quick to, like, panic. You know, you just see it. And then the coaches are getting all upset on the sideline. It's like, how about you just chill out? You're down freaking, what was it? Uh, I don't know, 10-6 maybe? It was... It, At certain points, it was 10-6. It was 10-6, yeah. and... Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Going back to the Cowboys, you see... <laughs> the Bengals give up 157 yards rushing in game. Yeah, it's... <laughs> okay, so... But honestly, Le'Veon Bell should have had 30 touches. He should have had 20 to 25 carries, 6 or 7 catches, and that should have been his game. But no. now, it's like, all right... So why aren't you giving him the ball? What do you have against him? And it doesn't help that he already came out and said, well, I want to get rid of this guy. I don't like him. I don't want him here. Yeah, before the season even started. That was a big drama yeah. in that so, locker room. I'm telling you, between the refing and the coaching in the NFL, it's really – it's. I know you said it earlier before we came on here, but it's really beaten like, – It just beats it out of you. <laughs> yeah, like my, my love for, for the NFL and the game is just getting beat out of me when I have to watch the refs and the way they officiate – and watch these coaches throw temper tantrums up and down the sideline. And uh, it just drives me nuts. But um, it's neither here nor there. The Titans go into Indianapolis and win 31-17. Um, I was a little surprised at this. I picked the Colts uh, to cover here. I think it was ba- it was basically a pick I think the Colts were minus one or something like that. And... Uh, I know you were you were kind of feeling the Titans in this one. Yeah, um, the Colts just I think have hit the point of no return. Too many injuries to recover from, and especially T. Y. Hilton. For some reason, he's 
he might be the MVP of the league just for how important he is to that Colts offense. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy <laughs> when he's on the field compared to when he's out hurt. Um, you know, it's uh, you yeah. got Ebron done for the season. Mac, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, I assume um, T.Y. Hilton's going to get shut down sooner rather than later. Yeah, when you're throwing to Marcus Johnson and Ross Travis and Zach Pascal, Ashton Doolin, like uh, you know, it's hard to make an argument that you know you're going to win some football games. But um, yeah, I mean the Tannehill story continues. I think he's, you know, they they were started what two and four with him with Mariota. They started two and four, and then they made the switch. Yeah, now they're, now they're seven and six. They're five. Well, now so with Tannehill, they're five and five and one with Tannehill, um, and he just he just gets the job done. His numbers aren't going to like jump out at you, but he gets the job done. Derrick Henry just is, continues his tear. Oh my know. God, he's having a great year. He's having another, uh, you know, it's almost like the way that his games go. The second half, he just demolishes, and that's what he's been doing. Last three games, he's averaged like 160-something yards, and, uh, yeah, he's just he's just balling out right now. So the Titans have put themselves in a position where uh, I know they're on the outside looking in, but we could the Steelers at 7-5, and five, but they're right there. So one slip up by the Steelers. And uh, yeah, the Titans will jump on them. Yeah, the Titans. You know, as long as they, as long as they do. I mean, job. the Titans have an outside shot at the division now. They got. They that's, still haven't played the yeah, Texans yet. That's true season. too. So, the, kind of the the fate is, they have the they have the fate in their in their fate in their own hands now. If they if they beat the Texans twice, which I don't know, if, you know, yeah, that's tough know to do. That, but, that's tough to do. But if, no, but it, it is if they. If they do what they have to do, the you know the last four games, then they're going to win the division. That's yeah. That's what it's going to come down to. So is that going to happen? I don't know, but we'll see. At least you want to be in that position where your fate is in your own hands. Um, Buccaneers beat up on the Jaguars, twenty-eight to eleven. You know we saw Nick Foles struggle. They bring in Minshew. And Minshew's going to start again. Yeah. So the guy who got all that money get four years, eighty-eight million. It just makes me think maybe they rushed him back from the collarbone. It's not fully healed yet or something. Yeah, it's kind of tough because normally collarbone, I mean, uh, he was out for what, uh, six weeks or so? Like, no, mm-hmm. collarbone, I think, takes a little bit longer to heal than six weeks. Um, Even with all the technology we have now. Yeah, uh, so you might be right. You might be onto something there. Like, even if his collarbone's fully healed. I don't think the muscles around it are still fully developed again. Yeah, for a quarterback, I mean, that's that's got to be struggle a struggle for you. Um, but at this you know, point, your season's already lost for the Jaguars, so why wouldn't you? Yeah, you might as well see what you got in Minshew, and then... Just to see, maybe, maybe like Minshew, you see something, you try to trade Foles, which is... Someone will take him. It's a possibility. Even so, with that yeah. contract, someone will take him. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the contract's not awful. It's a lot of money, but for, for this day and age... That's what it is. Okay. For, I mean, for this day and age and what people are paying quarterbacks, if he's going to come in and start for you, it's not terrible. He's got a Super Bowl, which whatever, say what you want about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, Shaquille Barrett with another two sacks in this one, he's just been killing it all year for the uh, for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of a lost season, and we're gonna see. We're gonna we might we'll probably see Minshew for the rest of the year, I would imagine. Um, barring an injury, that's what I would think. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah barring an injury, of course. But um, 
Next game here, the uh, the Chiefs kind of get back to their old ways and just destroy the the uh, Raiders, forty to nine. Um, they go to eight and four. Kind of an interesting stat just in, in the notes here. The Chiefs are twenty five and three against their own division since twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's like Patriots numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good record, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything. The Raiders coming in, I mean, you kind of could see this. I, I think I actually picked the Raiders to cover. Um, I, I'm not sure if I – I don't know if I remember that correctly. But, um, yeah. I w- no, I picked the Raiders to cover. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, after what happened to the Jets uh, in the Jets game. I thought the embarrassment would – Yeah. You know, get them to wake up a little bit. It was, it was going to go one or two ways, I think, and <laughs> and went the other went, way. <laughs> it went the wrong way. Obviously, you know, I don't think anybody thought the Raiders were going to win this game, but you know, in your case, you thought it'd be close. They'd they'd want to play tough. They had they they, they know, played them well last they, time they played. Yeah, I think it was twenty eight seven. They gave up all their points. I think, I think they lost by seven actually. Oh no no no, no, no twenty eight. You're right. You're right. You're it right. was four straight touchdowns that they gave up yeah, in the second true. quarter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've kind of played themselves out of the. Uh, they're still in the in the hunt, but they were in the driver's seat, and now they're kind of sitting. They're getting dragged behind the car here, so we'll kind of have to keep an eye on them. But I think Gruden's going to get them back. I don't. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm seeing an eight and eight finish. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Um, got a few more one o'clock games here. Dolphins beat the Eagles. Man, hmm. uh, thirty-seven, thirty-one. Ryan Fitzpatrick just went off in this game. I mean, we were talking about it during the game. Like, if your team's going to be bad, you know what quarterback you want? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He'll make it every game fun. Yeah. And I and it just slings it. He doesn't give a shit. I got to imagine he's good for the younger players. Just the way <laughs> he goes out there, he doesn't care about his body. Like, they were talking before the game. They said, yeah, he's been nursing a sore shoulder for a while, but the way that he plays, he doesn't care. Like, he's he's 37 years old. He wants to get hit. Like, just all the stuff that you want to hear about from a veteran, uh, about a veteran player. As a young guy, you know, you show up and you're like, you just want to follow his lead, you know? Um, that's... I know nothing about him personally. I know he's got seven kids and, and all in a different state. So maybe that's why he likes bouncing around so much, but that's the only time he can get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, just fun, fun to watch him play. Uh, obviously, he makes mistakes, but man, he just slings it around like you said. Um, three sixty-five and three touchdowns against the Eagles, who their defense had been better, but they still have a lot of holes in the secondary for sure. Um, so I mean, you know, and they didn't even have a, they don't even have a running back on this team. On the, on they, the Dolphins, they like went into this game without a running back. They had Kalen Balage who got hurt pretty much right away, and then they're playing this guy who's basically a fullback and putting him at running back. He ends up getting a touchdown, but yeah, Devontae Parker just looked like the best receiver in the world. Um, you know, Carson Wentz played well, but. This is that, that was just a terrible loss, especially with how the Cowboys played. The Eagles had a chance to... Yeah, but... They just want to hand the Cowboys the division. That's how bad the NFC East is this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, and say what you want about the playoff format, but, you know, the, the, the Cowboys, if they win the division, they could go 8-8, eight and eight and they're going to 
have a four seed and have a home playoff game. So um, we'll, we'll kind of see how that turns out. But the uh, the Packers go into the Meadowlands and beat the Giants 31-13. We kind of um, – I mean – did you did you have the Giants? I actually one? picked the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Well, it, it, I, with the because weather. of the weather. Yeah, because it it was it started snowing and. I think Jersey ended up getting like six to eight inches. That yeah, night. no, it looked it looked pretty bad, but still, I mean, Rodgers killed it, and they didn't even like they didn't. <laughs> they couldn't run, run the ball. football. I don't understand. <laughs> you think that? I, I mean, I guess in some way you can say, all right, well, they were playing for the run because they just suspected that that's what they were going to do. And then Rodgers is throwing the ball and people are wide open. Rodgers throws for four touchdowns. It's like, yeah, they, they couldn't run the ball at all in this game. Um, Aaron Jones, 11 carries, 18 yards. Yeah. That does scare me a little bit going against nationally good defense. Yeah, that's, you know, Aaron Jones has had his games. But he's so feast or famine. Uh, at this I think point. he has seven touchdowns in two games. Seven out of his eleven touchdowns. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Um, you know, and and I still don't know how I feel about the Packers. You know, when you have Alan Lazard leading your team in receiving yards, that's kind of scary because nobody knew who this guy was. And you always have guys like that that come on out of nowhere, but. I mean, he's going against incompetent corners. Yeah, well, that's on the, the thing. Giants. I mean, uh, again, it's it, it's you know the running game is an issue for the Packers, obviously. And is Rodgers going to be able to do what he's done in the past yeah. and just carry you with guys who nobody knows about? You know, uh, obviously everybody knows Devontae Adams, but it's uh, it's I'm just I'm I'm interested to see once the playoffs start because you know the Packers are going to be there. I'm interested to see how uh, how everything shakes out, but um, let's get into the four o'clock games here. There were three of them. Uh, the Rams just beat up on the Cardinals, 34-7, kind of taking out their frustrations a little bit. I think you said it. This was Kyler Murray's uh, welcome to the NFL oh, type yeah. game here. He just got murdered by the Rams defense all game. I think he threw three picks or something. Yeah, he just looked... No, I only had one pick. He just looked awful. Yeah, he just looked bad. Um, I don't even know if he had a completion to a wide receiver until, like, the fourth <laughs> quarter. They, uh, no one did anything for yeah. that. So, you know, Robert Woods went off for the Rams, 172 receiving yards. Um, this was the Rams' offense we expected to see all year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Goff really hasn't played well. He looked good here. Um but again, it might be too little, too late. And the Rams at seven and five, you know, the division's pretty much out. They still have a shot, obviously, but you know, they're three games back yeah. of the card of the uh, 49ers and the Seahawks. And the next team, the team above them, the Vikings at eight and four. That's that's their best shot right there. Eight and four. Hopefully, uh, well, the best the Rams can finish is. 11 and 5. Let's yeah. look at their schedule real quick. Let's pull it up. I know they, they, they got tough games. <laughs> this is a pretty good schedule. There, yeah. They got the Seahawks this week. The Cowboys, which they should win. Mm-hmm. But it's in Dallas, so you never know. The Ram, uh, they play the 49ers. In week San six, Fran. Week 16, and then they get the Cardinals again. So there's only one game on that. 
on that schedule that you could say a hundred percent they're gonna lose. Or yeah. no, they're getting, well, they're gonna win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is the Cardinals the last game of the year? So, so I would say they basically have to win out. Yeah, they have to. They they have to win three out of four. They need to get the ten wins to realistically have a shot. And then you look at the tiebreakers because then you're saying, all right, the Vikings might finish at ten and six, which that could happen. The Vikings have their issues too, um, and and we'll get to them in a, in a in a couple games here, but. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's their best bet. They're gonna have to win. They're gonna have to beat, you know, either the Seahawks or the 49 They're gonna have to win w- at least one of those two games and then win the other two, because they can beat the Cowboys. They can. Oh beat, yeah. They, they I'll give the them. Cowboys. I'll give them beating the Cowboys. So you give them two wins. They got to win one of those other two to have a shot. I mean, that's pretty much what you're looking at. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for them because you got the Vikings. They're gonna play the Lions this week. The Chargers next week. Yeah. But then they play the Packers and the Bears okay. to finish the season. Yeah, I mean, by that point, maybe the Bears don't have anything to play for, and the Vikings do. I mean... But that happened, yeah. that happened last year, and yeah. they blew it. That's true. <laughs> they all just needed to win out. Yeah. Um, I think the Bears started Chase Daniels that game. Yeah, you got to think the Vikings are going to win the, against the Lions and the Chargers. Yeah, so... Then you so need that's Vikings. 10 wins right there. So yeah, they yeah, it's 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 going to be a, a struggle. It's, they're not out of it, but uh, they're they're definitely fighting an uphill battle here. Um, how about this game? The Broncos beat the Chargers twenty three to twenty. Chargers go down, tie the game. The Broncos get the ball back. I'm rooting for overtime because I got some fantasy stock in this game, and. Uh, you get that big pass interference call. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing that the freaking uh, Chargers just find ways to lose. Like it's, this, yeah. it's funny. This is why is. all the analysts and like the Twitterverse always says, "There's 15 seconds left. Why not just chuck it down the field?" Yeah, and 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 you could tell. Why when not? <laughs> I, we're sitting there watching it, and you see Drew Locke come on the field, and he's looking at his wristband. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, wait a second. Why is he looking at the wrist? Maybe bands? a screen there's or something. Eight, yeah, there's eight seconds left, and they're on their own 25, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, um, does he need to look at the wristband <laughs> to, to see what the what the number is for the kneel down? Like, uh, uh, you know, when you saw that, it's like, all right, maybe they're not doing that. And then they just <laughs> chuck it up. They get a crazy call, and then McManus hits the field goal, yeah. and that's the Chargers for you. Um, you know... The uh, let's see how how it ended here. Um, yeah, you got a field goal from uh, Denver to take the lead, and then charges go down. Put a nice drive together, kick a field goal to tie it, and then uh, lose it on that last second field goal. So that's yeah, that's typical Chargers for you. Um, Always in it, but never win it. Yeah, I think we did. We skip a game here. I think we skipped one. Oh no no no! no. Uh, I wanted I, I wanted to make sure that we didn't skip this one because for some reason oh, they mixed yes. it in with the four o'clock games. I'm not sure why. Um, the next game here, well, this was this was a one o'clock game, but the NFL the NFL website put it down at the end. Uh, Steelers and beat the Browns. And they were trying to hide it. So. Yeah, yeah, because we got some things to say about it. 2013 Steelers beat the Browns. Uh, how does this happen? <laughs> I mean, I there's so many things wrong with this. Because, first of all, 
I'm not even gonna, I don't want to call him by his nickname. Devlin Hodges, okay? The guy, uh, I don't think the guy deserves a nickname, first of all. He's so a duck bowling champ, so though, bro. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that why what... they call him that? All right, fine. <laughs> because he's a champion, I'll call him that. All right, so Duck Hodges, third string quarterback. Probably realistically was a fourth string quarterback. Wasn't even going to make the team. Yeah, because they traded Dobbs, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, wasn't going to make the team. Uh, you have him and James Washington on offense for the Steelers. That's it. Literally, that's it. That is it. And the Browns can't stop can't it. find a way. <laughs> I mean, I know they only put up 20 points, so the big thing here is how are the Browns only scoring 13? And I'm mad about it, and I know you were mad about it too because we put – this was the game that we picked. What was it, $170 or something? Browns two and a half. Just win by a field goal. You know, you want to say we're crazy for putting money on the Browns? I agree with you now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with you now. But at the time, this was like the game that I looked at. And I'm like, how can <laughs> how can you not bet on the Browns? They, have, they got three games. They've won, what, they won three in a row? They won three in a row. And then you find out afterwards, which I didn't see. You got Freddie Kitchens wearing a stupid shirt to the movies. Saying that Pittsburgh started it. But that's the thing. If you, you're wearing that shirt, your team better back it up on the field. Yeah. Otherwise, if I was the owner, coach. if I was the owner, I'd call him into my office and say you're fired after that. Yeah. You're going to have your team not show up after you see him wearing that shirt? Yeah. that It was just... I, I, I had so much faith in the Browns winning by a field goal. Even, Weren't they up 10 nothing at one point? Yes. Even until... The very end of the game, and I know you were sitting there, and you're like, "Nah, it's not gonna happen." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, no, they could do this. They got to get the touchdown, then they go into overtime." And I was like, "We were between was, them and the Jets, so we would have lost either way." Yeah, picking the game, but I would have rather lost on the Jets. I honest. said, uh, "I have more faith in the Jets coming back from 16." <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's it's sad because I'm I'm a positive. I'm a I'm a pessimist, you know. I, I, and I'm sitting there and it's like so against what I normally do but I'm like yeah they could do it they could do it but then I, afterwards I'm like was I just really I put all my faith in Mayfield and this team that is just so terrible and, dis, and undisciplined that you know this is what it's come to and again I mean you have Two running backs between Chubb and Hunt. They get a combined 23 carries for over 100 yards. They average, uh, you know, Hunt averages 6.6, Chubb 3.6, which isn't great, but still. How do you not run the football more? I mean, that seems to be the Steelers have a great secondary now with Minka Fitzpatrick. He somehow made the secondary fucking amazing. Yeah, single-handedly, <laughs> he's come into he's come onto this team, and now their secondary is great. They rush the passer. Why not run the damn football? <laughs> run the, We've been saying this this entire year. Run the damn football. Give it to Chubb. Give it to Hunt. Hunt is fresh. He's played in three <laughs> games. Give him the ball. I don't understand. They I think he led the league lose. in rushing. What two years ago or a year ago? Uh, I think it was. I think he led the he led the league in scrimmage yards. I scrimmage yards, okay. his, his rookie year or something like that. Like he just had an insane rookie year, then he gets suspended. Uh, you know all the issues that he's had. But are you freaking kidding me? We've been saying it for weeks. 
this is what this is a problem that drives you nuts with the coaching. Why is this guy a head coach? Like what what did you see in this game that said we need to we need to continue to to throw the ball? Let's have Mayfield drop back. He only threw thirty. They didn't run that many plays. They ran less than sixty plays, I think, uh, overall. And but still, I mean, ah, oh, just it just drives me nuts. And they're up ten nothing. So let's see. I want to see. Okay, so they're up ten nothing. They go down. Pittsburgh goes down, scores right. So the next drive, three and out. Uh, Mayfield, two incomplete passes, right? Next drive. Uh, Steelers go down, score a touchdown to tie it, right? So now it's like, oh my God, panic mode, right? 16-yard run, Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield, incomplete. 16-yard run, Kareem Hunt. Three plays in a row, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. And then Gilbert has to come in because Mayfield gets hurt. And I know it's at the well. I guess you can get throw this one out. I guess because it's freaking two minutes. It was a two minute drill, so they had to they have to throw the ball. But then you come out, and I don't even need. Then you're down by seven, and it's like, oh my god, you know the. It's just, uh, I I I could I could go on about this for a long time. I apologize, but this is like, just the epitome of. Just, just inco- incompetence. Yeah. Like uh, I'll just—that's uh, the nicest way I can put it. It's incompetence all across the board. Before the game even started, the guy's an idiot. <laughs> so it's it's so frustrating. So frustrating. But um, I digress. Let's get into uh, the last couple games here. Um, we had the Sunday night game. Texans beat the Patriots 28-22. Patriots continue to struggle mm-hmm. offensively. You saw Tom Brady. He was kind of upset on the sideline, telling his receivers, hey, we got to be faster. We got to get our, you know. Be more be aggressive. Better. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I got to think that you're a little concerned about the Patriots, right? Uh, Yeah. I don't know how you can't be. I mean, Julian Edelman's obviously solid, but he's not going to win any races in the NFL. Yeah, he's going to get his. But he's not a he's not a world beater, you know. They don't have anyone to stretch the field. Yeah, I mean Sanu, they traded a second round pick for, and he missed last week, and now he comes back with three catches for fourteen yards. Yeah, he's almost like this, like he's the same type of player as Edelman. Like he's that slot, you know, get the get the dirty catches in the middle of the field. He's a little bigger of a body, but I don't know. I just don't see it. I mean, you're playing Jacoby Myers. And they can't run the football right now either. No, they're bad. You know, you have Edelman, Sanu, and James White, who are all kind of, you know, they're all different, but they're all kind of the same. They do the same type of stuff. They get the short yardage, you know, they're sure-handed. But, like you said, when you don't have anybody to stretch the field, what are the teams going to do? They're going to... I think I saw a stat where this was the game where Brady had the most time to throw. Oh, yeah. He He wasn't pressured at all. Yeah. And it's just they couldn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, Patriots still still 10-2 until they... Until they don't make it to the AFC Championship game, I'll hold I'll hold off judgment. Like I'll, I'll wait until they lose in the playoffs before they're, you know, supposed to. I guess, but uh, they've got some stuff that they've got to work out for sure. And uh, Texans. Uh, I'm nice curious. Play. I didn't see this trick play, but the trick play with Hopkins. How was that a touchdown pass? It was a double reverse, and then he. It looked like he kind of pitched it out to Watson, and they called it a. You know, I actually. Didn't see. I didn't watch the fourth quarter. Um, 
I did see the highlight. I I'd have to go back. I'd have to go back and watch it. I'm not sure exactly uh, what happened on that play. You got it pulled up? Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Just yeah, I mean the the Patriots ended up making a game out of it. Yeah, but it was um, a little garbage time. Yeah. Let's take a look at it here. The uh, so it was a it was a touchdown from this is Hopkins to Watson. Wait, it looked like it went backwards though. Yeah, so that's what's confusing to me because this cost me a fantasy week, and I'm just trying to figure out how is this. All right, so let's double reverse. Oh, unless they're saying that it went forward. Well, he, yeah. he might have tossed it while he was behind him, but the way that he... Yeah, but... But then, wouldn't that be illegal men downfield? Uh, as long as the linemen aren't past three yards, I don't I don't think uh, it matters. Uh, There's a guy yeah, in the end zone blocking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, am I surprised that if that if that is a penalty? Am I surprised that the refs didn't call it? Not one bit. No, I mean... Which maybe actually maybe a little bit against the Patriots because they get those calls. Uh, it seems like everybody knows the rules when the Patriots are playing, but uh, nobody cares when everybody else is playing. So, did that cost you a fantasy win? Yeah, because they he had the stack. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he had the <laughs> Hopkins to uh, Hopkins touchdown pass to Watson. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not a way you want to lose. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, the Monday night game here. This is a great game actually. Um, 37-30, Seahawks win, back and forth. Uh, Seahawks were up um, by a good amount, and then the Vikings came back, made a game out of it. Kirk Cousins played well, but he's still 0-8 in Monday night games. I didn't know that sound going into the game. I know he's been bad. I didn't know he was that bad. I think he's 0-8, and Wilson is like Wilson mm-hmm. has a crazy Monday night football record. Um Obviously, he's played on Monday night a lot because of the success they've had. But, I know the big uh, takeaway on Twitter has been Booger McFarlane's quote of, the worst thing to happen to Minnesota has been the Minnesota miracle. Which went in their favor. Yeah. I, I did hear that. <laughs> I heard that. And this was the one time I'm watching the game not on mute, right? So I hear him say that, and he's like, Minnesota's really had some bad luck. <laughs> you know, typically, you know, when, the, when Wilson batted the pass... And oh, then they man. picked it off for the touchdown. That's what he said. He's like, typically these types of plays go against Minnesota. You know, you think back to the Minnesota mir- the the miracle in Minneapolis, whatever he called it. And and in my head, I'm like, wait a second, but that was win- that was to send them to the NFC Championship yeah. game. So wait, and then I gave I gave him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, and I didn't look it up. And I'm like, wait, maybe that's something like, you know. No, it's, it's just amazing that ESPN just decided this is what we're going to go with for Monday night. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's so bad. I've been talking about it all season. I can't listen to it. This is the one time I had it on, and I'm like, yeah, let me give him the benefit of the doubt on that because he might be right. There's yeah. actually some conspiracy theorists out there on Twitter saying that they're doing this on purpose because they paid so much money for the NBA rights, so they're trying to make the NBA more popular. Because ESPN oh. only has. One game a week. Okay, I thought I thought you were gonna say maybe they don't have money to pay a t- big guy. But <laughs> no, they, but they do. They, but, but they're they're kind of pulling a little. Uh, they want to promote the NBA now little, because if you noticed, ESPN has the SEC deal, and what do you ever always see on Sports Center? SEC yeah games yeah. 
So they're, yeah, I mean, that's surprising because the NFL is uh, the biggest, obviously. The money maker, but they only have the one game. They get yeah. the one playoff game. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can see that. Putting a little bait mm-hmm. and switch. Trying to get, get <laughs> Here, catch, take, you in, catch you in the dark, you know? Take Booger McFarlane for four hours on Monday Night Football. <laughs> see if you can enjoy a game now. <laughs> I mean, if that's what they're doing, it's working because it's driving me nuts. And, uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, this was a good game to watch. I think, uh, let's see here. It was, uh, it was 34-17 at one point. Um, Seahawks were up and then, uh, the Vikings come storming back. But again, all that matters is, uh, the win loss and they, they took the, the loss here. So, um, still comfortable, I think in the, well, I mean, they're only up by game mail on the Rams, so. Yeah, he was so comfortable in the wild card, and they still have a shot at the division. I mean, that division's not out of reach yet. Yeah, they just got to take care of business, and now you're getting into the the games that matter, and you got to think, all right, well, is Kirk, is Kirk Cousins going to show up? I mean, he he played well in this game, but without uh, Thielen again, I mean, yeah, I don't know, uh, I don't know what's going on with because he said uh, he practiced every day during the week, and he still didn't playing the game so I don't know what happened yeah so that's that's a big deal um, they've been able to hold hold out hold out without him but um, yeah they're gonna they're gonna have to get some wins down the stretch because you know they can't they can't mail it in yet um, but that's week 13 uh, it takes a little bit longer to get through these games just because there's you know 16 yeah, on, all 16 the on, done. on every slate now but a lot of news coming out um and obviously, getting into the last quarter of the season here, four games left for everybody. Uh, you know, this is what it's all about. You know, no one game is more important than any other because there's only 16 games uh, in the NFL, so everything's important. But now, now everything's under a microscope. So we'll because uh, down the stretch, you're going to get a lot of division games. Yeah, there's, there's each team has probably at least two, at two least to two three. left. Yeah, so um, it's going to get down into the nitty gritty, but. Let's get into week 14 here, uh, and we'll get all our picks for you. Obviously, like we said, um, you know, we've been looking pretty good the last last few weeks. We've been picking it up, um, you with your locks, and me just overall. Uh, so we'll, we'll do our, our typical thing here. We'll go through the games, and then we'll give you our, our kind of our best picks and our locks for, for week 14. So starting tomorrow night... Uh, Dallas at Chicago. Dallas is a minus three favorite. You know, I guess, I mean, if, if Chicago was a minus three, I'd probably ask why. But, I mean, yeah, at least me, as a home uh, team. Honestly, to me, this should be a pick em game. This should not. I don't know why Dallas is favorited. They've looked bad, uh, very bad at times. And so is Chicago. But, you know, two six and six teams. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Chicago here. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly, I think Chicago might win it out, right? Are you? Uh... I think I'm gonna lean Dallas here. Okay. I think Dallas should be able to run the ball. I mean, what worries me about Chicago is is vaunted defense really hasn't been that vaunted. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, a couple weeks ago was the first game I got to watch them for a full. 48 minutes against the Giants a full 60 minutes yeah um, yeah and Blau David Blau he played yeah. well they, they gave up they only had one sack against the Giants and the Giants O-line's been pretty terrible yeah um, 
you know, they give up that big touchdown to Galladay right off the bat. Um, yeah, they're not the same. They're not the same defense they were last year. The thing that, that I'm going with here is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure what the weather is going to be like tomorrow, but... That's true. It could be it's another be cold. storm. It's going to be cold. Um, you know, Dallas has eight games indoors. I don't know how mm-hmm. Prescott's going to deal with this. Uh, so I tend to lean towards the team that can kind of deal with it. looks like uh, 41 degrees, no real precipitation. All right, so it's just going to be cold. Yeah. Um, but, again, you know, you got the uh, – you know Prescott coming in, used to playing indoors. I'm curious to see how he plays, uh, but I'm gonna lean. I think the I think Chicago's defense is gonna be able to keep it close. Uh, to be honest, um, Dallas needs this one though. They do. They, they need do. To. But they needed to win last week. I mean, that's the thing. Is like something's got to give eventually. Either you know. I, maybe they're just mediocre. Maybe they're just mediocre. Everybody, you know, they're America's team. Everybody loves them. They keep getting points. They keep screwing it up. And it's like, all right, maybe they're just not that good of a team. You know, can't that just Or be maybe the they're not well coached. Maybe. Maybe they're not well coached. Um, maybe Jerry Jones should have taken care of that, what, three years ago? Yeah. No, that's true. Um, you know, in 10 seasons, he's been to the playoffs five times, and he's two and three. So, I mean, in 10 years... You know, mediocrity is, uh, you know, especially for Jerry Jones. I'm surprised he made it that long. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's just because he wins the division every year because the NFC East has been so bad. Yeah, yeah, they have been bad. That's for sure. Um, so that's a Thursday night game. Uh, Sunday games here, Green Bay hosting Washington. Green Bay's minus 13 favorite. Uh, what are you thinking for this one? I mean... Washington just looks inept, but they just want to run the ball. Dwayne Haskins is not ready to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Um, I mean, just looking at, looking at the numbers. A 13-point spread this late in the season. Yeah. scares me. It does. It scares me. Uh, Green Bay's offense has not been what we're used to seeing. And just looking at these defensive numbers, Green Bay puts up or gives up a ton of rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, Barkley had 83 against them, so I think I'm going to lean the points. Green Bay is going to win the game, Yeah, but this isn't going to be a game that Green Bay needs to blow them out. They just need... They don't want to get anyone hurt. Just make it through the game. So that's the way I'm leaning is... I don't know if Green Bay gets up enough for this game to blow them out by two touchdowns. Yeah, and, and Washington's defense actually, you know, travels pretty well for the most part. Um, they give up 22 points a game, but as far as the yardage goes, I don't know. If Washington – see, the thing is here, I think if Washington can limit the turnovers, this is going to be – the score is going to be close, but the game oh, yeah, game flow probably won't won't be too close. I'm, I'm kind of leaning but, towards Washington as well. That's what they're going to want to do. They're going to want to repeat that same recipe we just talked about earlier with Darius Geis going for 125, Adrian Peterson 99. Yeah, they're just going to pound the ball. And, uh, you know, they they might have some success doing that against this Green Bay defense. They can't stop the run at home. So, um, I mean, maybe consider if you want to bet Green Bay, 
teasing him down just to be safe. Yeah, if you tease him at minus 13, you'll get him at a touchdown, which I think is much... I, w- I would take that over. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I would I would do the same. Um, I don't like big spreads late in this year. It's... Yeah, I mean... The, uh, they're they're tough. Um, there's and there's a, there's a good amount of yeah. them on, on this slate. I think uh, this is a real bad. I week. see I see two. Uh, one of them has, is is a little bit high. Or no, nah, yeah, there's some there's some upper number spreads here. Um, next game here, Houston hosts Denver. Houston's a minus nine favorite. Um, this one is uh, again. I mean, do I want to take the big number? When when a Denver team is 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 better against the spread than Houston is, and Denver has a, <laughs> Denver's four and eight on the year, they're seven and five against the spread, so they keep games close. That just shows Vegas has no idea what they're going to get from Denver every week. Yeah, no, it's it's they true. They can't figure um, out Denver. You know, uh, Houston's a pretty good, pretty good across the board um, at home, so. The thing that scares me is Houston just had that big win over the Patriots. Yeah, it's a little letdown, maybe. Denver is not a scary team on paper, but somehow they play with everyone. Yeah, Denver. Uh, you know their their worst loss. Their worst loss of the year was to Kansas City. Um, Besides that, the Bills they lost by seventeen, but every other game has been within eleven points. Um, you know, Minnesota, they lose by four. The Chargers, they win by three. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, the, the nine points for Denver might might be too much for me. And I know Denver it doesn't have a lot of talent, but... Corden Sutton's been... he's That, that one-handed oh. catch he made was just insane. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Denver here. I'm going to go Denver. I, I picked him last week uh, in the article that I wrote. And uh, in our picks, so I'm, I'm gonna ride them here. Uh, I think I'm gonna take Houston. I know with everything I said, but I want to see Houston win, which they're definitely gonna win. This is a game to me that Houston this is just throws away. Like, I know that's that, the thing because Bill O'Brien, like typically, this is a typical Bill O'Brien. I'm gonna choke this away. Yeah, and but I want to see him win. I want to see him cover. I want to see the matchup next week against the Titans, where the division might be on the line. line. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Bill O'Brien has this idea in his head where mm-hmm. you're not allowed to win more than nine games <laughs> in a year. So um, the AFC South isn't allowed to win more than nine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Another, but Houston has so much talent that they do. I just Denver. I don't know how they do it. They just find a way to, to keep it close. So, um, yeah, Minnesota is a thirteen point favorite at home against Detroit this week. Again, the big spread. I don't know. I'm going to take Detroit. I I doubt we're going to see Dalvin Cook this week. That's that's a good point. Left um, last week's game. Yeah, a like Monday a injury or something. It's a short week for them. Because they played on Monday night. You don't know if Thielen's mm-hmm. going to be back. So if Dalvin Cook and Thielen are out, that really limits them offensively. So I, I think, yet again, Minnesota's going to win. But And Minnesota's defense hasn't been great either. I no, think I la- mean... The last four games, they're, they're giving up almost 30 points a it's game. It's a secondary. Xavier the second, Rhodes. Rhodes has had a terrible year. After the great year he had last year, 
he's looked a mess and you could tell when he was walking around on the sideline well he, he was Zimmerman yelling at people calls him out and has been yelling because yeah, Zimmer doesn't take crap which is part of the reason I like him because he doesn't care who you are he's going to tell you if you're playing crappy you know and uh, I think I'm on Detroit too I think I'm going to take Detroit I don't know I'm, uh, that's that's four dogs in a row I got <laughs> four dogs in a row <laughs> yeah it's uh, three of them are basically dogs <laughs> yeah so I don't feel too bad about it but um, how about this next game here this is a kind of this is kind of how last week we had freaking Baltimore and San Fran and now we get another one that we can't watch this is a game should have maybe should have been flexed um Oh, no, we might be able to watch it because the Giants are on Monday night. Oh, so they might actually have it on. I would know. hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hope so. You, never you hear me, Goodell? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's a good point. I, I forgot the Giants play Monday night. So, um, yeah, I mean, New Orleans is a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now with the way they're playing. I don't know. I don't know. I like San Fran and that. I mean, New Orleans has been banged up on that offensive line. Their guard, uh, Austin Pete. He's out for he's out for the year, right? Is he out for the year? Uh, it's going to be a couple more weeks. Let's look at the. Uh, I mean, the San Fran San Fran has their injuries as well. Staley, um, D Ford's questionable. Breida's still questionable. Um, oh, it's a tackle. Yeah, Pete is out indefinitely. Teron Armstead uh, is, questionable. is questionable. So that's a big deal because he's left tackle. Um, so I'm going to take San Fran on the points. I mean, San Fran hasn't won a big game yet, really. Yeah, their they're, they're defense is just crazy. On the road, they just freaking get it done. Um, and I just, I really don't like the way the Saints have been playing. Yeah, I'm a little worried. You know, it's, it's kind of tough because Breeze... You know, with the injuries to the offensive line and, and how San Fran's D-line gets after it, he might be in for a long day. And if he get, if they make him uncomfortable, I mean, they're going to have that, to. We saw that in the Falcons game when he got uncomfortable. Yeah. When they put up three points that week or Falcons, something the same. You know, obviously you're not going to compare the Falcons to San Fran's defense, but the, the same type of speed factor. Um, they're just so fast on defense. I'm going to go San Fran as well. I don't. I don't like the way New Orleans. New Orleans is playing either. Um, just look at the numbers real quick for the uh, the spreads. Yeah, away uh, the 49ers, You know, four and two against the spread on the road. That's because their defense plays so well. Um, and uh, you know, it's weird. This year, New Orleans is actually better uh, covering than than at away than they are at home which you don't really see that from a New Orleans team too much. But, yeah, I'm going to go with San Fran as well. So we'll make it five dogs in a row. Let's see how, mm-hmm. let's see how, how long I can go. This next one I think might be it. Um, Atlanta's hosting the Panthers. Atlanta's minus three. Uh, obviously, Carolina's going to have an interim head coach. Hey, maybe not, actually. Maybe, maybe the Panthers can uh, pull this one out. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think? I think I'm going to have to take Atlanta <laughs> just for the fact that, you know, firing a coach and from everything I'm seeing on Twitter and online, it's everyone really loves Ron Rivera down there. Yeah. 
And this is a new Panthers owner that's trying to make his mark, it seems like. Yeah. And um, it seems like this is a fire. Like, if Dan Quinn doesn't get fired in the middle of the year, how does Ron Rivera get fired in the middle of the year? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess. And, yeah, and Ron Rivera actually mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um Let's take a look at their numbers real quick. Carolina's offense on the road is actually pretty good. They average 25 points. Uh, and compared to Atlanta, who just sucks at home, it's, it's bizarre. Atlanta sucks everywhere. It's bizarre. Um, yeah, well, just, all I, I know is Christian McCaffrey's a must-start. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Uh, <laughs> he's he's got to be on. And he's got to be 100% owned. I don't care what his price is, but. You know, the thing with Atlanta, too, you have Julio oh, Jones Julio's might be out. probably out. Uh, Austin Hooper's questionable. Um, so they are missing some pieces. That's that's the thing. That does scare me. You know, let's just keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm going to take Carolina as, as a three-point dog. Um, I'll, I'll take Atlanta banking on that. Uh, Julio's going to play. Hooper's going to play. Julio Jones doesn't like missing games, even though they've been bad all year. Yeah, that's true. Um, he does. He does play banged up. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be kind of the battle of the uh, deplorables. <laughs> so, uh, moving right along here, another big game, uh, good game this week. Buffalo's hosting Baltimore. Baltimore's a minus six favorite on the road. Um, I mean, this is going to be. The over under is forty three and a half. I might just take the under here, like the under. I don't know. I don't know. This this is. I think this is going to be one of those games. You know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like up there. Uh, might get some lake effect snow or something like that, and then kind of throws things out of whack. We've seen that before this time of year. Um, I think it was a Detroit game one time where it was just a brutal snowstorm. I think it was in Philly, so. Where you couldn't even see the field, the camera you could barely see. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I think that was the game. Um, yeah. It doesn't say anything about snow or anything on the forecast, but I don't know. I just think uh, I don't know. I think the Bills' defense is gonna. I think they're gonna be able to 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 do a little bit here. Okay. I think they're gonna be able to do a little bit, and the way they both kind of. I mean, they're not the same type of offense, but they're very similar. And they both want to run the ball, and they I mean the Ravens' RTOs. defense, yeah, has been real solid since that trade deadline. Yeah, they're putting up almost forty <laughs> points on the road. Um, yeah, defense travels well. Uh, the Bills kind of kind of struggle a little bit, but their defense at home is very good too. So I, the, I don't know. The Bills against the spread actually haven't been great at home. They're three and three. Three and three, five zero and one on the on the road. Uh, meanwhile, Baltimore's four one and one against the spread on the road. So, ah, uh, man, it's um. I, th- I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I'm. I don't know the Ravens. I, I probably shouldn't have taken the Ravens last week with that spread against that defense, but I think that this is a, kind of a similar type game. I think it's going to come down to the end. And I think the Ravens are going to win, but I think the Bills are going to be able to keep it close. So okay. I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm actually going to take Baltimore there. I'm just going to go with the MVP. That he needs one more big showing just to. Yeah, if he gets a big showing against this defense, that's 
how many, he's beaten every top defense. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, doesn't matter how you get it done. Just get it done and get the win. Because so. he, he'll beat San Francisco's defense. Destroyed the Patriots' defense. Yeah, yeah. And I think we'd argue now that Buffalo's probably a top three. Probably the third defense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, kind of an underrated kind of factor in this game, I think, is going to be Buffalo might smell blood with the Patriots. <laughs> they might say, hey, we got a shot at this division if we play our game. You know, they still play them uh, one more time. And if they take care of business, again, it's one of those things. They take care of business, they win the division, even though Patriots are up a game. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Buffalo there. Um, here's a good one. Cleveland hosting Cincinnati. Cleveland's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't care. I'm not going to take Cleveland <laughs> this game. I think Cincinnati looked respectable against the Jets, even though, you know, and I, I would argue, even though the Jets lost to the, the, the Browns earlier with Falk, <laughs> uh, that, uh, I don't know. The, <laughs> the Bengals, I think, actually are going to be able to keep this one close. And Freddie Kitchens is just an awful, awful coach. Uh, you know, Mayfield with the injury to his throwing hand, how effective is he going to be? Are they actually going to run? That that doesn't make any sense, man. Did you see the picture of how fat Mayfield looked? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) he looks out of shape. Um, But that also doesn't make sense. Like, why? (laughs) He hurt his hand. He hurt his hand, his throwing hand. And you're still not going to run the football, man. I just, oh, whatever. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to go Cincinnati. Um... Plus eight and a half. I think. I think that this will be. I think it'll be a touch. The division game. Cincinnati. I know they got you. I know you're saying you're going with the Browns on this one. Yeah. You think the Browns are just going to destroy them? Just because we picked them last week. So this is. Yeah. You know they're going to kill them. Yeah. They're, they're going to win this game forty one to seven. Us, one of us has to pick the Browns. <laughs> there we go. But uh, now, if they were smart, but I doubt that because Freddie Kitchens is your head coach. Uh, like we said before, when we were joking with Adam Gase. Cincinnati gives up 150 yards on the ground. Worse than the NFL. And I would say they have two very capable running backs back there with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. They should each have 25 touches. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah. not even joking. No, just, just, yeah, why not? I don't care. I don't care what OBJ is crying about. Well, that's the thing is like, I just feel like Freddie Kitchen is such a pushover. You know, his kids get him the shirt, and he's like, oh, I got to wear the shirt. You know, all his, his family like, oh, it'd oh, be funny. Wear the shirt. And then, oh, man, it just... Freddie Kitchen should coach with those uh, dog pound masks on this game. <laughs> it's so frustrating. What a paper bag over is that? It's so frustrating. Be like, here, Freddie, I got you a dog pound mask. Can you coach with this? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I wonder what his kids got on this week. I'm curious what he wore to the movies this week, but... uh yeah, I don't know. Let's, I, I just, yeah, uh, let's leave it. Let's leave it there. Did he say what movie he saw? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not even gonna try to guess. It was probably. I don't know. He had his kids like with him. So Frozen two. Probably yeah, Frozen <laughs> two or something. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, he's like, I love that snowman. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can talk about him forever. <laughs> um, Jets host Miami. Jets are minus five. Uh, you think the Jets come back and put up a good showing here? 
No. No, I don't either. <laughs> I think Miami. I think honestly, I think Fitzpatrick's gonna have another big yeah. game. Screw it. Secondary. I think they're gonna have another big game. I'm taking Miami. He's I'm already beat him once. He's already beat him once. You know. Yeah, give me Miami plus five. I don't even uh, know. Don't bet on this game. No, no. I mean, honestly, if I was, I'd, I'd bet Miami to win straight up. Yeah. That's what I would do. I think that's going to be where the value minus five. You're probably getting. I mean, plus. to be honest, Brian Flores is getting the most out of that team because. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> he looks like a good coach. Yeah, let's see the... Uh, we were joking about them uh, going undefeated with some of the spreads they had. Yeah. Um, yeah they, I mean, they've continued to play hard. It's a combination of the... Uh, you know, you can't even look at the Jets' numbers still because of what happened early in the year. But, I mean, Miami, you know, they're 6-6 six and six against the spread. They're 3-2 and two on the road against the spread. So... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ride Fitz Magic here, and uh, you know that Miami money line plus two hundred five. That's doubling your money two to one. Yeah, that's um, that might not be a, a bad play this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll take Miami. They already beat them once. There's a there's a lot of things that are are pushing me away from the Jets, uh, in, just including their coach. I think just him alone, and and. Should be another game where Le'Veon Bell gets touches and what's going to happen? Are they just going to have Darnold drop back again with this offensive line that can't freaking block anybody who pass rushes? Oh, man. The NFL. Um, Tampa Bay is hosting Indianapolis. Tampa Bay is minus three favorite. I think we're starting to see the, like like you mentioned, Indianapolis is starting to... Just the demise of the Colts. It was a great story. I wrote them when they were hot in the beginning of the year. You've been but, off from the last couple of weeks, and you've been right too. So you've got a good feel for Indianapolis for some reason. You know, you know something that we don't know here. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why it says pick 'em game. I guess that was. Uh, and someone probably got rolled out. A pick 'em game? I don't know, but now it's a minus three. Um, probably more injuries for the Colts. Oh, to it be honest. so nice down in Florida. Eighty degrees. Eighty degrees. No cloud. Mm-hmm. No clouds. Just perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, it's it's been cold and it's been snowy up here, so kind of dreaming of nicer things. But um, yeah, I mean, Indianapolis has been good on uh, against the spread on the road, but I think that's more earlier in the year. Three one and run, three one and one, and Tampa Bay has not covered once at home this year. So that's something to kind of be worried about. But. I don't know. The way that uh, Indianapolis has been playing, Tampa Bay hasn't looked terrible. I think this might be my first favorite taken. I've taken all dogs so far. <laughs> um, hey, it's happened before where every dog said in a week. Yeah, that's true. We had a couple weeks ago, I think, the uh, oh, something five and one in, on, the do- on the dog picks. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with you on Tampa Bay here. Yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay. I mean, that, their offense... I mean... Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's already mm-hmm. doubtful for Sunday. Eric Ebron's out. Chester Rogers out. Marlon mm-hmm. Mack out. They've just got so many injuries. <laughs> and uh, Tampa Bay's got a lot of weapons. Um, I mean, so, they have 2,000-yard receivers. I think before yeah. last week, the, they'd hit the over in nine straight games. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think we... Uh, did we talk about that? I think... We, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe privately we talked about that, but... Uh, yeah, um, Tampa Bay has been putting up some points, so I'll roll with them. I don't think Indianapolis is going to be able to keep up with them. 
Let's get into the four o'clock games here. There's uh, four four o'clock games. Jacksonville at our Jacksonville at home against the Chargers. The first one. Chargers are a minus three. I might go back to my dogs here. I don't know how the Chargers can be favored in any game. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, because they've won six of their last seven against Jacksonville. Who cares? That's not a real stat. No. Um, yeah, they're just awful. Uh, three, eight, and one against the spread. Jacksonville's actually somewhat respectable. They're five and seven against the spread. Um, I think they're going to get a little bit out of this team with Minshew. Um, the team likes to play for Minshew. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, and where's DJ Chark been since Minshew <laughs> hasn't played? Like DJ Chark was one of the one of the top receivers in the game. Foles comes back. He's nowhere to be seen. Minshew coming back. You know, I'm sure Chark is happy about that. He's going to get some balls thrown his way. Fournette's looked good. Uh, the thing has been their their defense really. Well, the Ramsey trade. Yeah, they, was they, just they, a signal that they're giving up. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I just think that. You know, the Chargers are going to find a way. They always do. That's the thing. I can't, especially Chargers favored it on the road. Yeah. And even, I mean, even even when they win, like, it's it's nothing, you know, they've... They have that weird game where they somehow beat Green Bay. Green Bay, Bay yeah. Um, yeah, but then they lose by two to Oakland. They lose by seven to Kansas City. They lose by three to Denver. They lost to Denver twice. They lost by seven to them earlier in the year. So all their losses have been within a score. Right, all their wins. Uh, no, they beat up on Miami. Two, two out of their, you know, three wins were by double digits. But that doesn't happen. They're th- freaking three and what's their record? They're four and eight. So uh, they, they, I'm missing a game here. It got cut off. But uh, yeah, I, they just play close games, and they're either gonna they're either gonna blow it at the end, or. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm just taking the points in Jacksonville. Yeah, give me the points for Jacksonville. I'll go back to my dogs. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they. I'm not sure what they see. To be honest, uh, a little Minshew magic is in the making. I think. Uh, Oakland is at home against Tennessee. Tennessee is a three-point favorite on the road. Uh, I mean, the way things are going now for both teams, they're just going in opposite directions. Um, you know, the Raiders need to win this game. If they don't win this game, they're done. Yeah, that's um, it for them. That's the know, thing. They're back against... But, they're, yeah, they're pretty much done. Especially losing to mm-hmm. the Titans, who then would have the tiebreaker against them, at, and they'd have eight wins. Uh, it's not going to happen. Um, what are you thinking? Um, What am I going to lean here? I mean, Oakland's back's up against the wall. And we are in due for a Tannehill letdown. We really haven't had one yet. You think you think it's going to happen this game? And on the road? I think so. You just have a feeling? Yeah, I got a feeling. Um, I mean, I like John Gruden the way he's coached this year. But his defense has been pretty abysmal lately. And yeah. so is their offense. The home defense hasn't been terrible. Um, they give it up less than 350 yards a game. The offense has been able to be on the field a little bit, which is good because um, they want to run the football. I think they'll be able to run the football. But if you look at, I mean, they gave up 40 to the Chiefs, 34 to the Jets, and they've only scored 
Yeah. 12 points in the last two games. Yeah. 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 They're not looking too good. Um, I think, um, you know, for the most part, Oakland has been okay stopping the run at home. Um, and they are they are four, four and two against the spread at home. But again, the way they've been playing, I can't take them. I'm gonna have to take the Titans minus three. I think I think Derrick Henry's gonna continue to just do his thing. And they're gonna control the clock. Tannehill's not gonna have to do much. <laughs> You're on Oakland. Yeah, I'm gonna take Oakland. I just have a feeling this is gonna be uh, a Tannehill dud game. Okay. Um. Two more four o'clock games here. You have Arizona hosting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a minus three favorite. Or, uh, yeah, I keep saying minus three favorite. I don't have to say that. They're a three-point favorite. Um, you know, just the way Tomlin's coached this year. I don't I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know what... probably the leader and coach of the year, I would have to With assume. all the injuries? Yeah, I mean... I mean, there are a lot of good teams, so it would be tough to give it to a Especially wild card team. But with all the injuries, I mean, just to make the playoffs, that's uh, that's very impressive. But which way are you leaning here? Uh, Pittsburgh. I don't know how you can go against them. Okay. The way they're playing. And uh, their D-line has been getting after quarterbacks. Yeah. and We saw what happened last week with Arizona Murray. when Murray faces a tough pass rush. Yeah, um, I think Marquise Pouncey's coming back for that O-line. And they've, they've been running the ball okay. Um, Smith-Schuster and Connor are still questionable. They lost Benny Snell, so now they're on to... Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, you know, I think Jalen Samuel is still in the mix, but... He's been more of a pass-catching yeah, guy. Yeah, he's not a he's not a every-down running back, so... Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to have to go Pittsburgh as well. I mean... Uh, I have I have a bad feeling about this game for Pittsburgh, but this will be the game. Well, that was my take on Oakland. Really, it's the numbers probably lean more Tennessee, but you just have that gut feeling that. Yeah, um, Arizona's defense is just atrocious. <laughs> you know, if this is a game where you know Devlin Hodges looks like a legitimate quarterback, uh, which I mean, I, I don't really, I don't. I don't really care what you say. He hasn't been anything like he's just he been, doesn't jump off the page. He's just been making. He's just been a game manager, and that's what they. And that honestly, that's that, all they're asking for. The way their defense has been playing. I, and I mean, even the, the throw to James Washington that James Washington caught in the end zone. Like <laughs> I don't know how that wasn't intercepted. Like that that hung up there, and then it just dropped down, and you had two Browns just kind of watching it, and Washington makes the the nice <laughs> grab, but. Ah, uh, it's uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. I don't know how they do it, but hey, you know Arizona's seven four and one against the spread for being three eight and one. That's pretty good. Um, I think that that shows you, you know, coaching wise, even without the talent, they uh, Cliff Kingsbury might be, you know, definitely put up some points. Uh, his offense, yeah. So, um, but yeah, you got to go with Tomlin here, three point favorite on the road. Um, so let's look at. The last four o'clock game here: New England's hosting Kansas City. New England is a minus, is a three point favorite. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Kansas City here. I think plus three. I, I yeah, the way the Patriots are playing, I'm just yeah. looking up the weather. 
right now. Forty percent chance for yeah. precipitation, so maybe some rain. Yeah, maybe a little uh, winter. But to mix. be honest, I think that hurts Brady more than it does Mahomes. Oh yeah, Brady's arms spin. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be right around freezing, and it's saying showers later in the day. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the weather might be more in favor of the uh, Chiefs, like yes. you said. Uh, so you're going Chiefs as well? Yes, I am. All right. So, yeah, with the way the Patriots have been playing, I think it's it's kind of tough to take them against a, te- against a team of this caliber. Um, and you're getting points. Yeah, and you're getting points, yeah. And the Chiefs at the beginning of the year, everyone was, mm-hmm. you know, thought that they would be the number one seed. And obviously they've had some, some issues along the way and some injuries, but... Uh, they're starting to kind of get back into the... Well, the Chiefs' weakness is the run defense, and the Patriots can't run the ball at all. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's going to be a good game either way, but um, I think Kansas City's going to end up pulling it out. Um, Sunday night game here as we get down to the, uh, the last couple games. L.A. Rams are hosting Seattle. Uh, Seattle's a favorite right now. Depending on where you look, it's either Pickham or Seattle's uh, one-point favorite. Um, you know, the Rams, I think this is a reaction to what they mm-hmm. did last week. And Seattle just put up 37 points on a, uh, you know, on what's been a pretty good defense, pretty good defense yeah. this season. Not so much of late. Um, I'd probably put the Rams defense as a better defense over the Vikings this season. Yeah, they're, uh. I mean, they give up some rushing yards, and that's what Seattle mm. wants to do. They're just going to try to pound the ball. Um, you know, if they don't need Russell Wilson to throw it a bunch of times, and they don't want that, and they run for almost 150 yards a game um, offensively, and on the road, it's even higher. So uh, I think this game is going to play right into Seattle's hands. I think they're going to be able to do what they want to do offensively, and I know the defense hasn't been great um, but the Rams' offense hasn't been great either. So I think we're we'll going to go Seattle here. I think Seattle's just a better team. Uh, Russell Wilson has had a much better year. And, um, yeah, so that's my take. You're taking the Rams? I'm going to take the Rams here. I like, I like what I saw game. last week from the Rams. Yeah. And I also think Seattle's defense, yeah, some of those numbers look good, but... I've watched them. They haven't done much. No, they they don't have they don't make a lot of flashy plays. Um, like looking at some of these point totals, they've given up. I mean, they gave up. You got to take away the seven, really, from Minnesota last week. Yeah, they they so they really gave twenty three to them. I mean, Philly's bad. They gave up nine to them but I mean it's just tough yeah I think um, I think this is going to be a, a high scoring game um, the over under right now is 47 I, sh- I think that's I think that's pretty low honestly yeah it's for this game yeah um, so that that might be the better play uh, now that I'm looking at it the over the over under um, I mean the problem is the Rams they as, they, have, as, they haven't been able to keep up offensively, and that's that's what worries me. Is the Rams' that. issue is their offensive line, and Seattle doesn't really have a defensive line. I don't think Clowney's playing again this week. 
Yeah. Um, he's missed the past couple of weeks. He's supposedly trying to put off surgery or something. He's not on the injury report, but you can tell he's just not the same. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pick em, it's, it's a pretty much a pick'em game. I just think Seattle's a better team, so I'm going to go... I'm going to go with them, but take a look at the over-under for this one, depending on how the injuries shake out. Uh, it should know, be a basically, game. basically looking at it like a, uh, you know, a 27-20 type game, and do I think that there's going to be more mm-hmm. points than that? Yeah, I think there's going to be more points. Um, so we'll... Uh, We'll split on that one as you're on the Rams and I'm on Seattle for the Sunday night game. And then the Monday night game, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Dear to our hearts, uh, looks like Eli Manning might make the start. And uh, Philly is a nine and a half point favorite at home against the Giants. So I'll let, I'll let you go first on this one. What do you think? Well, we got... Uh, oh, he's already been named the starter. Eli Manning's basically named the starter. I don't know if that's official yet. That Dan Jones has an ankle injury, isn't going to play this week. So we get Eli one more time. He's putting his, I think it's 161 and 161 record on the line. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. It's something like that. Okay. So he, so he's getting a win. <laughs> I, I, I can only tell you, I'm going Giants. I'm going Giants. I'm going Giants because it doesn't make any sense. The Giants are nine and one in their last ten against. Or one and nine. Yeah, the Giants are yeah. one and nine against the Eagles. In their last ten, so yeah, no, the, the numbers, <laughs> the numbers don't say. But to be honest, oh, Phillies looks horrible. <laughs> you're talking about uh, the, the Giants. Out, I mean, Daniel Jones being hurt, but you know, Shepard, mm-hmm. Shepard. Um, I don't think Ingram is. Uh, Tate's both, probably back. Tate's questionable. Evan Ingram's questionable. Um, yeah, Daniel Jones has been downgraded. It's doubtful. So you know, all all things are pointing in that direction. Uh, the Giants' long snappers out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the. Um, I just uh, don't think Philly's a nine and a half better. The nine and a half points against anyone. Yeah, the way that they've been playing. Um, Let's look at Philly's last ten. Yeah. Last, I mean, they just—they're not. Yeah, they put up against thirty-one against Miami, but yeah, they big, gave big up deal. thirty-seven. Yeah, um, you know they beat Buffalo, which was a weird game, um, but they get crushed by Minnesota, they get crushed by Dallas, and they beat Buffalo. They beat the Bears by eight. Then they lose to New England. They lose to Seattle. They lose to Miami. They're not trending in the right direction right now. I'm going to go Giants. I'm not going to say the Giants are going to win the game. No. To be honest. Nine and a half points, I will take the Giants. And Eli, probably his last start as a Giant, he's going to want to win it. He's going to want to keep it close. I honestly think that, I know I might be crazy, but and I mentioned this to you already, but I think Eli's going to come in. I could see them winning. And then all the Giants fans are going to say, we should have started it from the beginning. And because they're looking at hindsight's 2020. So they're looking at it and saying, oh, Dallas is six and six. Philly's five and seven. We could have won this division. If they go out and win this game, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. <laughs> the fan, the local Mike Francesca's phone's going to blow up. Yeah. And, and he's probably going to love it because he <laughs> loves Eli Manning. Um, which obviously a lot of New York Giants fans do because of what he's meant to this this uh, city, but yeah, uh, I could see it happening. And so I'm gonna I, I'm not speaking purely from the heart. I think that 
Philly's, nah, defense, yeah. Philly's defense is just awful. The secondary I, is disgusting. I don't know how you can say Philly's nine and a half points better than... The numbers show you <laughs> something else. The numbers show you that Philly's defense is is solid, okay? Um, but which is kind of surprising, but at the same time... I don't know. I don't know. I just... I don't like what I've seen from them lately, and I... And, Kind of to your point, I, you haven't either. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with a little bit of a uh, little bit of my gut on this one. I've been picking dogs all this, this whole slate, so I'm gonna go with the Giants plus nine and a half. All right, let's get to our locks. Um, well, I, I lost, so I'll, I'll go first. I went one and two last week. Um, let me. Let me see. There weren't too many games that stood out, but there were a couple that I that I a lot of big spreads this week. Yeah, yeah there were a couple that that um, you know kind of caught my eye here. Um, you know, I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock in Miami. Give me <laughs> Miami plus five against this Jets team that just continues to you know whatever you want continues to disappoint everybody what do you got I'm gonna take uh, Tampa Bay minus three okay I like them I like that their offensive weapons 2,000 yard receivers give me that oh and OJ Howard had a couple catches last week imagine oh, that oh did he who's, who's OJ Howard is he <laughs> is he a high draft pick yeah pretty high draft pick <laughs> and pretty pretty talented wide, uh, tight end yeah <laughs> uh, imagine that um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Tennessee minus three. You're getting even. You're getting even money on this, and I, I'm just thinking they're gonna they're gonna run the ball, control the clock, and uh, and pull it out. Three three point favorites. Is that my is that my only favorite I've taken? Uh, I mean, oh, no, I took Seattle and Seattle. Pittsburgh, and uh, I did take Tampa Bay. So I got four favorites. But that's one of the four. So what do you got? I hate to say it, but I'm gonna take Cleveland minus eight and a half. Oh, you don't want to? T- I thought you were gonna take the Giants. <laughs> no. <laughs> I should. If if I didn't if I didn't think you were, I would have I would have thrown them in there. But uh, Cleveland eight and a half. Oh boy. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just know it. I Deep just, down, just it should. There's things you know as a better that oh this team screwed you last week and now somehow. Yeah, they're gonna be the greatest team ever next week. So that's the thing is that, <laughs> especially for for fantasy, like there are guys where they just blow it one one week, and you're like, I'm never picking them again. But that's the dumbest thing to do. Yeah, because if there's the, if the matchup is there, you got to come back to them, and uh, the matchup is definitely there for Cleveland. So this should be Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, like I said earlier, 25 touches each. Then you, you get your OBJ Give four him. catches for 32 yards, which has been at all season <laughs> Throw him a couple of jet screens or uh, smoke screens or whatever. Um, I would force Cincinnati to put 10 men in the box. Why not? <laughs> yeah. They can't stop anyone. 150 no. rushing yards. I mean, they stopped the Jets. What? Well, <laughs> uh, the Jets and the Browns are two very, very similar teams this year. Um, Coaching-wise, I'll say that. Just... <laughs> Idiots. Um, so our head-to-head matchup. Who are you leaning? Head-to-head. Hmm. I guess um, we took a couple of them already. So let's do. Um, let's go with the let's go with the Seattle Rams game. 
Okay. Let's go with that game. The Sunday night game. Sunday big night. Matchup. Yeah, that is that's out of, out of the ones that we disagreed on. That's the bit. Well, yeah, Buffalo and Baltimore in there as well, but um, Seattle, Seattle and the uh, the Rams. That's a pick 'em game. So it's basically basically pick 'em. Yeah. So let's. Uh, All right, uh, let's Max, you're gonna take Miami at plus five, Tennessee at minus three, and Seattle minus one. I'm going to take uh, Tampa Bay this week, Cleveland and the Kitchen at minus eight and a half, and the LA Rams at plus one. I wonder if they have a prop bet for the <laughs> Kitchens, if he wears another ridiculous shirt this week, like you said. Um, but yeah, those are our locks. Let's keep it rolling. Um, you know, I've been feeling pretty good. Obviously, got a ton of dogs this week. 12 out of the 16 games are, are dogs for me. Um, so, so let's let's see let's see what happens. It's been teams, crazier when, things. When teams are getting thirteen points, yeah. nine oh, points. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's almost so, four double digit spreads this week. Yeah, so it's it hasn't stopped all year. It's been like that. Um, but yeah, so that's week fourteen. Obviously, home stretch. I uh, can't believe it's gone by this quick, but um, it always does. Somehow. Yeah, it always does. And then we got to wait another uh, eight months until meaningful football mm-hmm. starts up again. Well, actually, uh, I got the XFL coming up. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, so that's what we got for you today. Uh, again, uh, make sure to check out the link, uh, linksports.com. Uh, all your, your opinion pieces and your betting analysis, it's all good stuff on there. It's all free. So make sure to check it out. Check us out on Twitter at Square the Sharp, and uh, we release our podcast on Podbean and iTunes. Uh, just search for Squaring Up the Sharp. So that's our show for you here today. We have a regular show for you next week where we'll do the same recap week 14, and we're on to week 15. So um, thanks for uh, tuning in, and here's, here's to Squaring Up the Sharp. Up the sharp.